have you been abused, neglected, experienced ACEs, survived trauma, or lived with dysfunctional household? Before beginning today's lesson, I want to give you a quick rundown of my trauma history so you have a better understanding of the journey I have been on from trauma to healing and hope. During the first 22 years of my life, I experienced tremendous trauma, but now live a life filled with tranquility and joy. I will fill these lessons with the stories of that journey. When I was four years old, an intoxicated parent attempted to drown myself and my one-year-old sister. When I was five, I was sexually molested for the first time by a 16-year-old neighbor. When I was nine, I was sexually molested by a 19-year-old neighbor when my mom sent me for a can of soup. When I was 10, I was repeatedly molested by my choir director. When I was 14, I was sexually accosted by a religious education director in the rectory where I worked in the evenings for the priests. When I was 16, I lost my virginity to date rape. When I was 16, later that year, I was attacked by a gang of youth downtown in Cincinnati. An officer in charge of that investigation asked my parents to take me to dinner when I was 17 after the trials were over to celebrate the convictions. My parents allowed him to do so. However, he did not take me to dinner. He took me back to his apartment where he attempted to rape. When I was 21, I was involved in a bank robbery where a gun was held to my head and my coworker was stabbed three times with a hunting knife. Later that same year, Three months later, the assailants would return to our main office where I had just moved. Only this time, the assailant who had held the gun to my head would pull the trigger and murder my coworker. My sister was a teller, 19 years old at the time. She had just asked to go on break, and the girl that was murdered was the one who had taken her place on the teller line. I had run from the bank and hiding behind row houses behind the plaza where the bank was and came to face face to face with an armed assailant who pointed his luger at me however the gun misfired and my life was yet again spared also during the first 10 years of my life my dad physically abused my sister and myself until he received counseling and then apologized for hitting us and told us he would never hit us again my mother was a severe alcoholic, still is to this day at 83 years old. And my dad struggled to maintain a job, so therefore we struggled uh, with keeping food at the, in the house at times um, and with financial issues and struggles. So lesson four is what are three ways that you can grow your support system? And when you think about that, think about who do you envision in your tribe, in your group, your circle, um, however you want to word that, whatever you call it. And don't think about who you want out. Think about who you want to invite in or who you have in already um, that you 
embrace as supportive and loving, nurturing. And if you struggle with making friends or with connecting with people, which, which can happen a lot with trauma warriors, as I call us, think about if you, if you had no fears, who would you want to surround yourself with? And then start to think about the steps that you could take to make that happen, to bring those people into your life. So I think about myself and one of the things that I did was started to get involved in my, my daughter's school when she was younger. And by doing so, just by being present, I started to meet some amazing people, some beautiful souls and develop friendships. And from that, I started to engage in them outside of school settings. And again, it just brought just a, a sense of calm when you, when you have people around you who are like-minded and gentle spirits. It's amazing what it can do to guide you along your healing journey. I'm a firm believer that people come into our lives for a reason, whether it's to teach us a lesson um, through a struggle or to teach us a lesson on what we need to overcome. So is another thing that I did to, to help myself bring in more of a supportive circle and I'll talk about this on another lesson, but was putting my story out in social media. So I am that person that puts everything out on Facebook, but it, I didn't do that forever. I mean, it's only been in the past several years, but once I started putting my story out there, I was amazed at the response that I received from people stating, oh my gosh, me too. That happened to me. Or I, struggled with that as well, panic attacks and anxiety and depression. And in finding people who have experienced it, I also found answers for healing. People saying, here's what I did, or here's what I've tried. And that's been beautiful. And then a third way that I have, since I've asked for you to identify three for yourself, is joining an online community. I joined ACES Connection which is an online community, I think of over 30,000 members now, an amazing community filled with survivors and teachers and doctors and therapists and people doing work in the field of ACEs, which is adverse childhood experiences. And not only preventing them, but, but helping identify resilience factors and for survivors and hopefully to prevent ACEs um, in children's lives. So there you go. And thanks for joining for Lesson Four. Who do you envision in your support circle? I'd love to hear back from you. You can share your thoughts on the comment section of YouTube or on any of the Healing Place podcasts, social media applications. So Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, and even find me on LinkedIn. And I appreciate your feedback and sharing.